When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. And, of course, you listen to the In the Bonus podcast. Uh, we got some Yankees for you. We got some football for you. We got some uh, bizarre commentary for you. We got a lot of stuff for you. I want to start with this. Uh, um, I can't remember whose podcast it was that Steph Curry was on, but he said that he believes he's the greatest point guard of all time. And I have no bone to pick with, with Steph Curry. He's great. Um it's just really hard to label him a position because he's not a traditional point guard. Matter of fact, he's really good with the ball. He might be better without the basketball when he's running around, which is what you'd classically call a two guard or a combo guard. So there's a lot of things he does well. But I'd also be willing to point out that the point guard position has evolved since Steve Nash, John Stockton, uh, even Magic Johnson played it. Uh, but if we're doing the greatest point guard of all time from any sort of traditional or whatever, like Magic Johnson saved the league. He and Larry Bird ran the league. And Steph Curry's a great player. But people acting like he runs the league, like it goes through him, like shut the actual fuck up. You know, like, again, I think Steph's awesome. But you go back a couple years ago when his team was depleted and they didn't even make the playoffs after the play-in and he was scoring a ton. He didn't run the league. It's like people completely forget about it because he's an amazing shooter, shot maker, and a really good passer for somebody who plays the way he does. But he's not even the conversation of point guards or guys that elevate their teams. You know? Just not. Um, I would put... I would put magic one. I mean, I think, and then the discussion is, okay, that's everything's about your taste. Steph's been a two time MVP. He's been a finals MVP. He's won championships, but it should also be pointed out that Steph wasn't the best player on two of those championship teams. That never happened to magic Johnson. Never had magic Johnson. Uh, Jason Kidd, maybe when he won the championship with the Mavericks, Dirk was the best player, but uh, Jason Kidd should be in any discussion. He's that good. And then you kind of go through the Stockton, Steve Nash's, uh, and, and others. Uh, I would, you could label LeBron James a point guard. And LeBron James had a better career than Steph Curry. So, um, and, and then it's just kind of like pick your place. Plus, he's a really clever defensive player, but he's not a good defensive player or a great defensive player by any account. Whereas there was a time when LeBron was a great defensive player. That, that time obviously has passed. So this is not me being disrespectful for Steph. He's a groundbreaking, remarkable, remarkably skilled talent who has been the best watch in the NBA since he joined the NBA. 
but I, I think that, and I don't fault him for saying he thinks he's the best point guard of all time. I just fault other people for falling into that trap. Let's get to what the Fox said. Let's get to what the Fox says. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus podcast on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Um, we find for you pieces of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports One that we want to bring back for you. Here's Craig Carton and Willie Colon on the Yankees losing streak. You and I are different in this regard. Yeah. I hope they keep losing. Every game. Lose again tonight. Lose again tomorrow. Lose again on Friday. Just keep on losing. Because the owner came out a month ago and said, I don't understand why Yankee fans are so upset. Now you know. Yeah. You need to have they don't need to put on anymore a platter the Yankee fans. right in front of your face. That's why we're upset. And, we and not, I'm a fake Yankee fan. Well, we're not only just upset. We don't look like ourselves, right? There's no rally. There's no spunk. There's no, no fight. We look dead. dead. dead and so that's why Yankee fans are like, man, who are we and what are we right now? We've lost our identity this season, and it hurts. So it's been nine consecutive losses for the most storied franchise in all sports. If they lose tonight to the Washington Nationals, they will get to ten. That has not happened for this ten and franchise. A half, right? Back? I just want to give you the history of this, right? Cars didn't exist. What? <laughs> the last time the New York Yankees <laughs> lost 10 consecutive. We want horses? Horses. horses. And you say it's not over. It's never over till it's over, Cart. You never know. I just can't give up on them. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. I'm just horses. There you go. Horses. What do you want me to do? <laughs> That's an amazing stat, by the way. An amazing stat. Um, the Yankees losing streak is a spectacular collapse, uh, but there's uh, obviously a lot of issues with it. One, you have injuries. Two, you have poor performances. And three, as we've discussed on this show and so many others have missed, it's constructed for a different era of baseball, right? You, you watch last night and you watch how the Reds come from behind and get another comeback win. They're 65th, I believe, of the year against the Angels. The Angels kind of living on the old style, right? three solo home runs, whereas the Reds are using uh, incredible speed on the base pass to, to come from behind. Uh, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the Yankees in a nutshell, right? They have some injuries. They have some dysfunction. They have some guys that have performed well, but they're also built for a former era. Here's Brady Quinn on the Dan Patrick Show in Ireland talking about the Reggie Bush defamation lawsuit. I think the way we've penalized not only Reggie, but even USC afterwards yeah. is what always strikes me as like Thank you. something happens Thank you. and then you yes. penalize the people after him. Like he, he doesn't face any consequences. So, uh, look, I, I've always uh, championed for him to be able to get it back. As hard as that is for me to admit a Southern Cal guy and all that, uh, he was the greatest college football player that I'd seen. So, rightfully so and Marv I think you just brought it up right like you did not see that like trust me I witnessed everything that happened when we were playing against them in that heyday so you can't unsee it but at the same time there's still a line that was crossed you know and it's interesting this whole defamation lawsuit I would make the case like him not having his Heisman has actually given him more fame I mean it's because because kids now like when we go out on college campuses and and Lider just got a great TikTok or Instagram where he's walking on USC and like no one even recognizes him and it's because you kind of forget, like, we've moved, everyone's moved on, and they didn't see us play. 
But you then see like fans who are like, hey, man, we need to give Richie his Heisman back. Like you see it everywhere you go. I mean, it's literally followed him and you forget the dudes won a Super Bowl. Like he, he's, he's had other accomplishments. He got to date a Kardashian. I was just saying he might be a bigger reality TV star known for, for Kim Kardashian, that relationship. Um, and so it's crazy, though, because it's actually continued to follow him. I don't know. I think you got to keep milking it. He had a Wendy's commercial on it, too. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's not such a bad thing. I actually agree with Brady on this. And the, the part that Brady kind of got into without getting fully into it was the fact that um, we're, we're sitting here and acting like Reggie Bush did nothing wrong. You don't have to like or agree with the rules, but the rules were clearly broken. And as we have learned, uh, they were shattered. I mean, they were they were making money and he, they were taking money and he knew they were taking money. So it's actually probably worse than how it looked. So what we're arguing about is the validity of the rules, especially because we're taking it a snapshot of today. But that's not how it works. The ruling, the rules. And by the way, he didn't have to give back to Heisman. And the Heisman Trophy has nothing to do with the NCAA. I think this is a frivolous lawsuit meant only to bring more attention to Reggie Bush. And I think that's what Reggie Bush feeds on is attention. Here's uh, Colin Cowherd on the conspiracy theorist saying Kyle Shanahan is attempting to sabotage Trey Lance. Find me all the great quarterbacks who popped in year three. Daniel Jones did not pop. He just got a legitimate coach. Well, Aaron Rodgers, different generation. And secondly, Aaron Rodgers sat behind a legend. If Trey Lance was great, he'd be starting over Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. You don't pop in year three. Trevor Lawrence, Burrow, Mahomes, now, that doesn't mean you can't have a rocky year one, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. But once you get the offensive coach that works, you see it really, really fast. It just doesn't look very good. Trey doesn't throw a great ball. It's not as twitchy as you think. Doesn't have a lot of snaps. It's really raw. It's not getting considerably better. There's no conspiracy here either. We know San Francisco's a little kooky to begin with. But can we, can we hold off on Kyle Shanahan sabotaging something? He wants to win a Super Bowl. It's the only thing he doesn't have. He's got a great reputation. He's got trips to the Super Bowl. He's got dominance over his rival, Sean McVay. He's got respect from the industry. He's let uh, coaches under his coaching tree have gone on to be successful. Guy's got everything except the ring. It's all he wants. I don't know Kyle. I know his dad. I know people close to him. He's obsessed getting a ring. If Trey could get him one, he would get all the snaps and he'd be the backup or the starter. Completely agree with the completely agree with Colin. Completely agree. Like there's no conspiracy theorist. Trey Lance is just not that good. And I, I've had people who work out with him in the offseason tell me like he just doesn't throw nearly as good a ball as other people. He's just not as good a quarterback. And you know, the the one thing that we haven't said about Trey Lance, and this is I'll be the first one to say it, is COVID year. You know, you'll find guys in college sports this year who are playing like they played where their first year It's like, yeah, well, because their senior year was the COVID year. Draft picks were all screwy. You know, there's lots of things that made things hard to judge. And Trey Lance only played one game his final season in FBS football before he came to the pros. That's just <laughs> that's just not enough uh, <laughs> games, not enough footage, not enough reps to, to realize what people had. And and remember, Kyle Shanahan also didn't want him, said he wanted you know, he wanted Mac. That's what the Fox said. Foxy. Um, all right, we're going to try to do. And now it's your annoying. 
Ethan Miller is in for the always annoyed Jason Stewart. Ethan, what do you got? All right, dog. Here's what I got. Devontae Smith said that he doesn't need sleep and that he's okay with just a few hours of sleep every night. Um, my whole thing is just don't be that guy. Like, you're not cool for saying you don't need sleep. Like, clearly you need sleep. You know, you can't <laughs> you can't so. do life without sleep. So he's just talking nonsense. It just sounds like bullshit. It does sound like bullshit, doesn't it? Um, I would say this, though. There are some guys that can put down their last beer, go home, close their eyes, get up, go to practice, ball out, that, ball out in game day. And you're like, how they do that? Whereas some guys, like I'm a milk and cookies guy. I need 10 o'clock at night. I need to be in bed. Otherwise, I just didn't feel right. So if he said, hey, I don't require a ton of sleep, you know, I can run on fumes. And oh, yeah, by the way, lots of people can do that in the 20s. Try that in your 30s and 40s. That's where it really wears you down. I, I agree. That's that's annoying bullshit to let kids think that that's possible. Exactly. All right. Next is Ryan Clark is saying that Tua isn't playing well because of his new tattoos in the offseason and that he was more worried about his tattoos than being on the field. There's nothing that pisses me off more than when analysts say this kind of stuff. I mean, there's times where you can be like, all right, if you're like Terrell Owens and you're really not on, you know, when he was doing his whole thing, like not on the field, okay, then you can like talk shit on him. But I mean, the guy's clearly working out and then going to get his tattoo. It's not like the guy's not working out, you know? I just, that pisses me off sometimes. It's what's interesting about the Ryan Clark comments is if, this is a real thing, if a white analyst made that remark, they would be deemed racist. Yep. Right? And again, like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it's a valid remark, especially Samoan. If you know anything about Samoan cultures, the the culture, the tattoos he got are part of the culture. Um, and oh yeah, by the way, it is the off season. You know, some dudes go hiking Machu Picchu. Some, you know, there's lots of different things you can do. Well, a tattoo is a, a, a tattoo is like the least, um, at least invasive into your lifestyle. You know, I mean, it's the off season. Who cares? But I just I think the what's really annoying is that Ryan Clark is the guy that claims racism anytime a white coach, analyst, TV talker says anything about a person of color, whereas here he is as a former very good black football player talking about a Samoan player. Uh, he he will get a pass on that. He he won't get a pass in the remarks. He'll get her a pass because it. And by the way, it's not racist. It is dumb. Um, he should be raked over the coals for it. Unless he has some knowledge that like Tua doesn't show up to work and doesn't do what he's supposed to do, that'd be different. But uh, there's there's no racial connotation to it at all. If he said it, if a white person said it, I just want to point out that uh, Ryan Clark's a guy who always calls racism, and now he's making a comment that if anyone else had made, would be called racism. No, I could see that. I mean, if Jimmy Johnson said that, I mean, I'm sure it'd be on the front page of USA Today. So let's hear some sound of this, though. Five for seven, 61 yards, and an interception. So a rocky start to the game for two right there. Oh, they got them tats. Yeah, he did. He did. Say, we'll sleep. Y'all, we'll y'all sleep. Because I've, I've been hurt, I ain't. Tough. Let me tell, tell, tell you what he wasn't doing. He wasn't in the gym. <laughs> wow. I bet you that. Come on, he, he, he wasn't with me. <laughs> he might have spent a lot of time in the tattoo parlor. He was not at the dinner table eating what the nutritionist had advised. Oh my! Mm. God. He looks happy. So okay. he, he is thick. He thick. Yeah, thick. he's built like a uh, girl work at Onyx in Atlanta right now on the bottom. <laughs> Come on now. So when you hear it, I mean, obviously he's having fun with the fact. Like, look, Tua does. He's saying he's saying he's got a big dumper. Is that what he's saying? He's got a big dumper. Seems like. Uh, yeah. 
And like that, again, I remember. Look, when Jabari Parker uh, came out to the NBA draft. Now, granted, he's had a couple of horrific injuries, and that's what set back his career. But there were a lot of people that said, like, look, he's half Polynesian. As he gets older, like, mm, not really built to be a basketball player. Kind of, kind of thicker, you know, big dumper type of type of deal. So that's a real thing and a real discussion, and. I think Ryan Clark's having fun with it, but I, I do think that, like, again, my, my take is I, I don't care. I mean, he's never been a great body guy, um, and I don't care about the tattoos, the body type stuff. Like, look, he, the reason that he's gotten hurt every year he's played football since high school is because he can't get away from people, and then he doesn't know how to fall when they ragdoll him. So... I think some of what Ryan's saying is true. Like, shouldn't you have lost weight and got more fleet of foot? Instead, you kind of went the other way. But, uh, yeah, I, I just picture Dan Orlovsky saying the same thing and getting raked over the coals. What else you got? All right. Um, Mike Evans is calling Quinn and Williams fat, and woke Twitter is going crazy uh, saying it's fat shaming. Take a listen to what uh, Quinn is saying. Mike Evans called me fat. He called me fat, bro. Mike Evans. Bro, I lost weight this offseason. I look fat. Now I'm self-conscious, bro. Yeah, I would say Damn, bro. You think? No, it's good. Oh, you think I rewind it? Do I look good to be 300 pounds? Okay, cool. You proportionate. Proportionate. We're I love too that. soft. We're too soft. Woke Twitter's going crazy, saying it's fat shaming, and that the guy and that Mike Woke Evans should is, shut the actual fuck up. Yeah, that's and that what they should they should do. Mike Evans like, look, is an asshole. This is a lot like the Ryan Clark thing. Like, I actually defend Ryan Clark because they're talking like dudes in the locker room talk, and Quinn Williams is talking like guys in the locker room talk. And there is no place for the PC police um, when you're talking about guys' size, thickness, proportion, and calling guys fat. Don't have any time for it. Agreed. Completely annoying. Any else? Any, anyone else? That's it. So which one do you think is the most annoying? Run through for me. Ryan Clark, Ryan uh, Quinn Clark. Williams being called fat, uh, the, the, the woke police, and who else? And Devontae Smith saying he doesn't eat sleep. I would say Ryan Clark because he's called racism. And I don't think it would be racist if a white person said it. I don't think it's actually all that bad, honestly, when I heard him say it. Um, I don't think it's accurate, but I don't think it's it's all that bad. But it's the hip. I, I just hate the hypocrisy to it. And for that reason, let's play a little because we can. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. All right, Ethan, what do we got for because we can? All right. Justin Verlander was on the oh, mound and yeah. he had a little uh, confrontation with Alec Cora, told him to fuck off. Let's play this. Great. <laughs> I heard, I heard, and then the announcer was like, Did you hear what he said? Yeah, we all heard what he <laughs> said. You know, he was trying to get, they have that little pitch thing where it tells you, you know, what pitches come, you know, <laughs> they can call the pitch now so you can't steal signs. And the one they gave him was Spanish. And so he needed the English one. It was quite funny, actually. And then Alex Cora comes out to go, What's going on? And he's like, Fuck off, Alex. I love that. Fuck off, Alex, for 1,000. Why can we play that for you? Because we can't. Let's get to a pick of the day. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. 
Um, okay, I, I like this pick a lot, and mostly it's because, well, I'm giving it to you, right? That's That has a tendency to help, help those picks. College football season is upon us, right? We kick off this weekend, and we've already given you uh, Navy and the points, Navy and the points for Saturday. So as we look at the rest of the landscape of college football, not a great slate of games, right? There's a lot of who and what and how um, USC is taking on San Jose State. San Jose State is really well coached and a lot better than you think. Uh, but USC is, you would think, going to try and kind of run it up as um, uh, Brent Brennan is the coach uh, is the coach of San Jose State. He's had a, a, a ton of success there, a ton of success, and their whole thing is going to be: Can we just can we just slow down USC, right? Can we run the football? And USC's defense will be severely tested. USC is a 31-point favorite, but the total is 66.5. That means, again, if you take that into account, they think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I like the under. I like the under in SC San Jose State, as Brent Brennan's defense is traditionally very good. That's our pick of the day. And the In the Bonus podcast, check us out on the radio show, which if you listen to the pod, it rolls over into it automatically. If not, check us out live 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.